Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. YouTube is going. My brother, welcome back. You want to open us up in prayer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus for everyone, uh, all the people who are listening, of course, and all the saints, and uh, especially for Shannon as well. We thank you, Father God, um, for the uh, for the show, the ministry, for um, the love, for you sending the kingdom of heaven, for the help and deliverance and healing and progress for people, and the Prophet for the Lord Jesus to his glory. We ask you to come and be with us today. We ask you to be here with our inheritance. Let us all receive the inheritance of the saints that's promised us today. Let us receive power, love, joy, peace, soundness of mind, self-control. Dear Father God, we want to follow you and not the devil. We don't want anything to do with the devil, dear God. Please, untangle us from him. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I say amen to that. Peters, we're getting started. Amen, Uh, amen, Begin by giving out your website and email. How do people contact you and check out the website? My name, yeah, my name at uh, Facebook, Peter Whiffen, W-H for Harry, I for Igloo, F for Facebook, F for Facebook, I for Igloo, N for Nelly, Whiffen at Facebook or at hotmail.com website is His Kingdom Stable you know I've got some videos up there um, some teachings and videos there's a downloaded booklet Deliverance is at the Table where I've written about what I learned with why God sets up a table in the presence of our enemies not a sword or a shield or a gun it's a table and why? why is it so? So that's there in a booklet, free, downloaded, everything free there. And um, we have a meeting on the Gold Coast Live and in Colour every Saturday night at 20 Young Street, Southport, which is the Country Woman's Hall. So that comes goes from about 7.30 till everyone wants to go home, which is about midnight. 
and we never cease to have people manifesting. So if you have problems, suicidal, sin of any kind, binding, um, or just want to see and be involved and maybe learn a little bit about deliverance, uh, we're there. We believe in letting people do hands-on. So at the end of the meeting there, we've got brothers and sisters praying for the brothers and sisters. Yeah, no heroes, man. No prayer line. It's just help each other, <laughs> every man for himself. So you get the chance to get off the pew and do. <laughs> hey, that's, so that's awesome. What we do. That's some hands-on yeah. training right there. <laughs> hands-on. You know, uh, I was praying for a guy who was manifesting on Saturday night, and um, one of the brothers who had had huge deliverance himself, my goodness, the demon in him was going to kill me if it could have, but, but he couldn't get out of the chair. <laughs> he said he was frozen. But anyway, he, w- he walked up, and this other demon, this demon inside the other brother said, oh, no, here he comes, and cowered at the at the new brother, the brother um, that's been so faithful in our ministry. And um, the brother was quite taken back that the demon was scared of him. So Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Who are you? So <laughs> this demon knew who he was. Tell me that. Hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this, this particular brother who was manifesting had been delivered from cigarette smoking. Yeah, it's a demon. Bondage is demonic. All bondage is demonic. So, um, because it says the devil has people bound. So, um, he he was delivered of cigarette smoking. He, he spewed about two inches of vial in the bucket when we delivered him. And the whole hall filled full of cigarette smell, so putrid that the ladies ran out the door dry reaching. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And... Uh, he wasn't Peter? smoking. Peter? But during this... Yes? Excuse me for the interruption. I had two guys just walk in the office from the cable company. They just showed up. I've got to give them an instruction. I'm going All to right. let you loose. The mic is yours, and I'll be back to join you as soon as I can. Would you please continue and All right. share this no and then jump in the teaching anytime, and I'll try to be back shortly. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Take your time. No problems. <laughs> yeah. So the, the spirit's manifesting, and... Um, then it, he lifts his head and he looks at me and says, he had a cigarette this week. <laughs> the demon the demon dobbed him in. And uh, so I go, confess it. So he confessed it. And I said to the demon, now what do you got on him? And the demon cried, I haven't got anything on him anymore. So, see, these evil spirits are, um, are keeping records. They want the goods on us. Yep. So uh, that's why we we keep short accounts with God, and uh, if we have problems, we we confess our sin. He's just and faithful to forgive our sin and cleanse us from um, from all unrighteousness. So this is our beautiful power in the gospel to be free and be free of all unrighteousness because of the death of Jesus. Amazing, eh? So, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's listening and um, the experience of who's listening, but um, uh, I thought I'd talk a little bit about um, what demons are, 
what I believe they are, what I believe I've learned they are, so that so that we can get an idea on um, the enemy we are fighting, and um, we know um, basically I believe there's two categories of demons. Um, one is the fallen angels, which we can't count as they're one third of the uncountable number of angels. So they're the angelic beings, and um, we'll see the uh, the difference uh, inside the Old Testament. We see here the prophets of uh, Baal, uh, Baal meaning Lord, and the devil wants to be Lord. So uh, I believe they are the angels, and uh, I believe you can tell if a person has them through a couple of signs, but one of the main signs is, is their desire or action of cutting themselves. Because the prophets of Baal, when challenged by Elijah, cut themselves. Now we know that fallen angels can actually possess people because of Satan entered Judas Satan being a fallen angel so Satan is um, serpentine the Bible I think it says in uh, Revelation Revelation uh, 20 I think it says that that old serpent, the dragon, the uh, the serpent, is locked up for a thousand years. So that's in Revelation twenty, calling this devil a snake. Now the snake, as we know, doesn't have any legs, so he he needs yours. Hmm. He needs a body, in other words, legs to live in. As we, we know, demons want and have a desire to get in humans. So that's one of the uh, one of the demonic categories. And uh, the other one, I believe, is the mixed species. The Bible says that the sons of God came into the daughters of men and made the Nephilim. What's that? It's a, a half-angelic being and a half-human being, which is a perverse spirit. Perverse because it wasn't created, loved by the Lord and created. So that spirit, that being, had a body, but they died in the flood and thereafter. The Bible says there was giants in the land in those days. And it said before the flood, all flesh had corrupted. Well, how do you get corrupted flesh? Hmm. Could it be by DNA experiments, mixing one kind, one species with another? We have proof of it. We have the gods of iniquity, all the gods of Egypt. You got dog-headed men, bird-headed men, lion-headed men. Men, men's heads on lions, the sphinx and all these things. Uh, we have the mermaid, we have Pan, 
we had the Indian gods, uh, Gamesh, an elephant, an elephant-headed man. What's that? Now, when these creatures died in the flood, they um, they remained in the earth as disembodied beings, disembodied spirits. Spirit being being, spirit being life. Spirit means life. God Almighty is a spirit. He's the life. Jesus is a life-giving spirit. A life is connected to the spirit. So we have an evil life there as the demonic beings, which are the prophets of the groves. Um, there was the prophets of Baal and then the prophets of the groves. So you've got two categories there, broad categories. We don't know how many types of angel there are. We know there are different types. There are the heavenly creatures around the throne. So there are different heavenly creatures. But there's also any number of the manipulated DNA experimented beings that died in the flood. According to the, it's not a biblical book, but it's biblically referenced, the book of Enoch, that those perverse creatures became the demons. They are demons. So uh, if you want to read about them, we can have a look in a um, little known passage for the, for the body, which is uh, for Job chapter 30. Let's have a look there. Job 30. Sort of the whole passage um, talks about this. It says, but now, uh, reading on, it says, but now they that are younger than I have me in derision, whose fathers I wouldn't have disdained to have set with the dogs of my flock. That's really meaning evil fathers. Yes, whereto might the strength of their hands profit me, in whom old age was perished, means they didn't live to old age. For want and famine they were solitary, fleeing into the wilderness, former, time desolate and waste. I believe that that is the flood account, the desolate and waste of the earth. They, they fleed into the wilderness, who, who cut up mallows by the bushes and juniper roots for their meat. Juniper roots means broomstick wood. Um which really connects witches with the broomsticks with the Nephilim demons. It says they were driven forth from among men. So um, to be driven forth from among men, I believe, was the flood. They cried after them as a thief. They lost their bodies, see? They weren't happy. I've asked the demons, when did you lose your body, you know? And they cry about this, some of them. To dwell... In the cliffs and the valleys, in the caves of the earth and in the rocks. Yes, they went They went into the wilderness areas, caves, valleys and cliffs, and lived there. Among the bushes they brayed, under the nettles they were gathered together. They were children of fools. Now, the word fools means the wicked. Yea, children of base men, they were viler than the earth. Yes, completely wicked. You're listening, you spirits. See, they they um, went into the forest, and this is why the fairies of the forest 
Um, you'll see in the Bible, as you read through, the, uh, they worshipped in the groves, which is the tree forest groves. They set up groves because the demons were there. Yeah. And they worshipped them. It says in verse 10, they adore me. They flee far from me and spare not to spit in my face. They absolutely hate us. And you will see when people are manifesting wildly, they start spitting. Because he has loosed my cord and afflicted me, they have also let loose the bridle before me. So, so what they do when they get in us, they, we lose control. You know, you know, the bridle is what you control the horse with. So they, they let the bridle go. So we lose it. Oh, I lost it. I don't know what come over me. Upon my right hand rise the youth. They push away my feet. They raise up against me the ways of their destruction. So there's the, the killing and stealing and destroying and the ruined lives coming about because of them. They mar my path. They set forth my calamity. They have no helper. Hmm. They're, they're doing this on their own, man. Ruining us. It says, they came upon me as the wide breaking waters in the desolation. They rolled themselves upon me. This is when we have trauma. We have um, some people are molested. Some people are stolen from. Some people are bashed up. Some people have trauma. So they, they roll in on the desolation. And that's when you have things going really bad, that's a time to watch out and to be carefully worshipping God. Terrors are turned upon me. They pursue my soul as the wind and my welfare passes away as a cloud. Yes, we lose our welfare with them because the terrors, they're terrors. We want to get in unforgiveness, we'll get the terrors. And they'll pursue us and... We'll never get away from them. How can you escape the wind when you're walking around? And my welfare passes away as a cloud. That's where we lose our welfare. And that's the ministry of deliverance is to get people's welfare back. And now my soul is poured about upon me. The days of affliction have taken hold of me. Now this is when Jesus came to set the captive free. Affliction taking hold this is bondage my bones are pierced in me in the night season and my sinews take no rest now piercing bones can represent bone cancer yes any x-rays of bone cancer show needles this makes it very painful extremely painful and this is the sinews taking no rest by the great force of my disease is my garment changed. It binded about me as the collar of my coat. Now, this is disease bound on us around the neck. Yep. A lot of times in deliverance, I'll command the, the coat of disease to be taken off. Now, Jesus alluded to this. He, he said, uh, remember the daughter of Abraham? Uh, this daughter of Abraham um, was bound, bound by disease. Yes, they see when when an evil spirit is living inside a person's body, it's like a splinter. That evil spirit 
life, that life, an extra life living in the body was not, the body wasn't made for that. So, so the body is spiritually rejecting it and the flesh can, um, uh, can corrupt because of it and that's what causes the disease. It, it says, by the great force, force of my disease is my garment changed. What's garment changing mean? Garment? The body is our garment, and that's the flesh changing because of the spirit inside us. So, so when we do deliverance, we're actually pulling out the splinter that's that's inside uh, the body, and that will allow the healing. And that's why Christians can heal the sick. We heal the sick by taking out the spirit that's causing the sickness. Hmm. Now, that's another way of faith of looking at healing the sick. You cast this, you cast the spirit of infirmity out of the person, and that splinter that's causing the the issue is gone. That way, in the natural, we can see that a splinter makes our skin infected and fester, cannot be healed until the splinter is taken out, and eventually can poison us to death. He says, "He has cast me into the mire." And I am become like dust and ashes. Casting into the mire is the problems. Mire is the dirty clay, you know. He's cast us into uncleanness. And I become like dust and ashes, which is worthlessness. I've become worthless. Ashes are worthless, aren't they? Once you have ashes from a fire, what are you going to do with them? They're worthless. I cry unto thee, and thou dost not hear me. They won't listen to us. Therefore, you can't counsel them. Oh, please, Mr. Demon, leave me alone. Can't be done by counseling. I stand up and thou regard me not. They don't regard us. Thou hast become cruel to me. With a strong hand, thou opposed thyself against me. They never give up. They're very, very strong. And never give up and cruel, man. Laughing at our calamities. I've had the demons laugh what they've done to people. Wicked. Utterly wicked. That's why we can have no mercy against them. They are cruel. Thou liftest me up to the wind. Oh, what's this? Thou causest me to ride upon it and dissolved my substance. What? Dissolve the substance. Thou liftest me up to the wind and caused me to ride a promise. That's astral travel. Yes, astral travel for all those out there listening is demonic. People don't just astral travel. They get taken by demons, whether they see them or they don't see them. That's why if anyone is astral traveling against you, the command to stop it is is to command the demon to let them go. Whoever's astral traveling against me, I command you spirits making them ride on the wind, let them go. In Jesus' name. They'll fly back to their bodies. They dissolve my substance. That means the astral travelers come and take away your goods, man. Dissolve your wealth, your inheritance, cause poverty. 
for I know that thou will bring me to death. They kill us, and the house appointed for all the living. Yes, death. It says in the millennium that the people will die young at a hundred. The common denominator is Satan is locked up. Now, they can't follow us through the grave. And that's why we die and are resurrected with Jesus Christ. Howbeit, he will not stretch out his hand to the grave, though they cry in his destruction. They can't follow us through death. Now, anyone that's a Christian has died and is raised with Christ. They can't follow that. They have no right to the body of Jesus Christ because the body of Jesus Christ has already died, been crucified. And here is our way that the legal rights of the devil is taken care of. There is no legal right on the body of Jesus Christ. It's only ourselves putting up with it. But we must enforce that there is no legal right for spirits to live in the body of Jesus Christ. I've asked them, who owns this body? They all say, Jesus. They don't like it, but they all will say it. Did not I weep for him that was in trouble? Was not my soul grieved for the poor? When I looked for good, then evil came unto me. And when I waited for light, there came darkness. Evil will automatically come to us all. Jesus said, you will be persecuted. Don't be surprised. That's why we have the full armor of God. It's not given for nothing. My bowels boiled and rested not. The days of affliction prevented me. That, I believe, is bowel cancer. I went mourning without the sun. I stood up and I cried in the congregation. Now it says who he is. I am a brother to dragons, a companion to owls. My skin is black upon me and my bones are burned with heat. My harp is also turned to mourning and my organ into the voice of them that weep. Yes, the end result is weeping from the affliction of these spirits. So there you have Job chapter 30, the, the description of who the demons are. Yeah. So what do demons do? Well, they used to have minds, and they still have a mind. Yes, a spirit can think. We've got some proof of it in a minute. A spirit can receive orders. Yes. The job of the evil spirits is to lie. Second Chronicles has got a good um, passage in uh, 1818. Again he said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting upon his throne and all the hosts of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one spoke, saying after this manner, and another saying after that manner. Hmm, all sorts of ideas. Then they came out of a, out of a spirit. Hmm, 
and then came out a spirit and stood before the Lord. Spirits can stand up. Mm. Nobody, just a spirit. Jesus, by the way, said a spirit does not have flesh and bones. And then came out a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said unto him, where within? And he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. That's why we got to test the prophets. Just because they're prophets and they prophesy doesn't mean they don't have a demon. We have cast demons out of so-called prophets, man. Beautiful men of God. One of them, beautiful men of God, had 350 demons in them. <laughs> now, who knows when they're talking and when the Lord is talking. And all these people go running to them. We, we've got a local prophet here, and I, I won't, won't name his name, but he goes and he gives everyone a word, gets an offering. He said to one of the friends I have, your family will be blessed and your children well, she just got pregnant, didn't she? Out of wedlock. She just got pregnant. And the baby is so deformed it's going to be born dead. So he is a false prophet. Yet everyone flocks to him. Ah, oh, what a word. I want a word. I want a word. Yeah. Please, don't be foolish, people. Test the spirits. A lot of times people want a word because they wonder if God really notices them. It's, 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 it's a belief that they're not special before Jesus. I, I suggest get some confidence that everybody is special before Jesus. Why? Because Jesus died for everyone. We don't need a word out of unbelief to be special before Jesus. We already have the cross tells us we're special. Amen? And the Lord said, Thou shalt entice him, and thou shalt also prevail. With God's knowledge, the prophet's got a lying demon. Now, where did the demon live? In the mouth. Scripture says, Malice resides under the tongue. It says, Now therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of thy prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil against thee. Yeah, man. Who wants the Lord to speak evil against them? Hmm? Try being a wicked king like Ahab, and that'll happen. God is not mocked. So the mission of the demon in this case was to go and lie. Peter said to Ananias and Sapphira, how come God, how come Satan, sorry, has put in your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? For some reason they had received a lying spirit. So, all actions in humanity, our emotions, our thoughts, and our activity is from the spirit. The spirit, which we talked about the other week, was software. 
running in the machine, which is hardware, our body. Now, how do we understand? How do we understand all these things? We can't see them. Romans one twenty says, "For the invisible things, <laughs> the things you can't see, of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. What? Being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and the Godhead, so they are without excuse." It says, "Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them." Romans one nineteen and one twenty. So. If we want to understand the things of the Spirit, we can run them by the creation because the invisible things from him or of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. So from the creation of the world, we can see the things of God. For instance, a worm turns into a butterfly. What's that, What's that telling us? Hmm? You can be changed. In the twinkling of an eye, from a ugly worm to a beautiful, majestic butterfly. Now God made that to show us. So I was going to talk about I was going to talk about um, how to receive the power of God in your life that I've learned. Um. The fundamental way is to ask. <laughs> you ask not, you receive not. So it's by, it's by prayer. And um, but one must have a heart uh, to line up with the prayer. That makes sense. Uh, one one must decide to be absolutely transparent and honest with God. Sincere, in other words. Realizing that God Almighty knows everything and he knows your thoughts before you even know them yourself, most likely, as you're knowing them anyway. So those who want to have the power of the ages to come, the power of the invisible God to overcome in life, to have that power, this, I believe, is the way that you can seek it. Those that draw near to me, I'll draw near to them, says God. So we do it by heartfelt, loving prayer, asking for the power. Please, God, anoint me with the power to overcome. Now, we must be praying according to the truth of his word, which is the truth of his promise. He's promised he'll give us ears to hear. Faith comes by hearing, and the ability to hear comes from God's promise. So according to your promise, God, help me to hear. I believe you love me. Make me into who you want me to be. Give me the power to overcome in life. Now, how often should we ask for this? Once? Hmm. The question is answered here in 2 Corinthians 14, uh, 4, 16 and 18. 2 Corinthians 4, 16, 18. For which cause we faint not, but through our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day 
by day. So we have a daily uh, daily prayer for the power of God to renew our inward man, to strengthen us with might in the inward man. It says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, that's life, man, work for us a far more exceedingly and internal weight of glory. Well, we look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. That's the eternal power. And this is by faith, because if we could see it, it's not faith, is it? The kingdom of heaven comes without observation. Yeah, you can't see it. It's not gold dust and feathers. You can't see it. It comes without observation. Yeah. So we receive it by faith because we can't see it, but we can see it through nature. There's a way... Um, there's a way to read the Bible. Um, I, I used to be perplexed at the Old Testament and all the stories in there and the stuff going on there and the kill, stealing and destroying going on there and this king did this and this king did that. Until one day I realised the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made. That's the... Um, Things that are made, acting out stories in the Old Testament. They're all actually showing us, I believe, things that we cannot see. So God has not left us orphans. He's left us a message in the Old Testament to show us how the demonic kingdoms work, how God kingdoms works, and how to recognize when those kingdoms are at play. So we'll see the life of Jezebel, Ahab. That's how the spirit of Jezebel and Ahab work. We'll, we'll see Joshua in the promised land. Joshua's name means Jesus. So that's Jesus walking it out in the promises. So we can see what he did there that shows us how the kingdom works. And by the way, the second city that was to be killed was the city of Ai, which means a heap of ruins. So God is showing you how to kill the king of a heap of ruins. He said to Joshua, stand out the front and shake the javelin. Well, that's why in deliverance we just stir up the demons, shake the javelin at them, pick a fight, because out of the city ran them and then they were ambushed. So when you shake a fight, you cause a fight with a demon, it'll cause it to give up its cover. The person might get a surprise that the thing manifested. But, oh, now we all know it's there and we can attack it. Where most of the ministries, they don't pick a fight with demons because they don't believe there's a demon problem. Yeah. Hang on, I can't talk on the phone. Sorry. Which bike? Oh, hang on one sec, everyone. One sec. Sorry. 
And everybody, if you're just tuning in, we're live with Peter Whiffen. This hey, is sorry, a great some, teaching. Someone, Brother Peter? Someone someone just knocked on my door. That's all right. You're good to go. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, the two Praise guys the... that knocked on my door turned into three, and they're putting in uh, Internet over here, so it's all good. Oh, I'm glad you're teaching because you want to hear the knocking. Keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all right. Someone's knocking at the door. He stands at the door and knocks. <laughs> Yeah, praise the Lord. So um, we can see we can see through the um, through the physical things that happened in the Old Testament what the invisible attributes of God are. For instance, um, God made Eve right out of Adam's side. Well, He's showing Adam through Adam's life in the physical what God is doing for Himself, making the church out of His side. So Adam learned the gospel through through the physical life that he had. So a lot of things that happen to us, we can be encouraged and, and turn them around into lessons and ask, what have I learned out of all of this? Ouch, but what have I learned? And, and if we've learned something, we cannot lose, you know? So... We have a renewing day by day. How can we lose? We get hurt today. We get renewed tomorrow. It's not long to wait. So the just shall live by faith, right? So it talks about a guy in the Old Testament in Deuteronomy 32.13. It says... 32.13, he says, He made him to ride on the high places of the earth, that he might eat the increase of the fields. And he made him to suck honey out of the rock, and oil out of the flinty rock. What's that mean? How, how would I, reading the Old Testament, interpret that? Does honey come out of a rock? No, not in the natural. Oil might. Shale oil, but he caused him to eat of the fields and made him to suck honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. So we can look further that it's the land of milk and honey, the promised land. Uh, why isn't it called the land of praise and worship hmm. or something else? The land of the cross, the land of Jesus Christ? No. God Almighty named it the land of milk and honey. Why? Anybody know why? So I started to look into that. What's milk? What would milk represent? Any mothers out there? Have you ever breastfed a baby? What was your feelings when you were breastfeeding the baby, usually? Hmm? Was it love, nourishing, care, kindness, patience? You've got to sit there. Is that, is that the spirits of God, the spirit of God, the fruit of the spirit of God? So would milk represent love? Could it be the land of love flowing from the hills? Would that make sense? God's promised land is the land of love. 
Apostle Paul said, I found a better way. Love. He stumbled across it. I found a better way. Love. Everything else is a gonging shield compared to love. So it is that liquid love, the the spirit that is love flowing through us. I felt that when I first got saved, man. Beautiful. So that's the land of the promise, is the promise of God Almighty's love flowing. Now the question is, is it flowing in your life? Well, we can ask for it. Dear Father God, feed me with your love. Dear Father God, feed my enemies with your love. Love covers a multitude of sin, so the Bible says. So the promise is the outflowing of God's love. Without, you know, without uh, doubt, it's the love of God flowing. So we can't... Sorry, busy man. So we, uh, we have that promise, the land of God's love flowing. Now, what's the honey? See, honey, um, it says honey out of the rock. Uh, who, who would be the rock? Would that be Jesus? And there's an interesting scripture about honey here. Isaiah, uh, oh, sorry, 1 Samuel 14:29. Then said Jonathan, my father has troubled the land. See, I pray you, how my eyes have been enlightened. Because I tasted a little of this honey. Yes, honey, I believe, is enlightenment. So it's the land of milk, the land of love flowing and understanding. Wouldn't that make sense? The promised land is the land where God's love flows and you understand, you get enlightened. Yeah. 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 So that's the promise. So to get the promises, we need to pray and receive the promises, right? So here's the prayer. And dear Father God, I receive your love, your milk, and your honey, your understanding. Open my eyes. Let me see. And understand and receive your love, see? I receive that as my inheritance today of the saints. Let me see and understand as I read the Bible. Now, when we read the Bible, let's look for the love of God and the understanding of God when we're reading it. Let's stand in judgment of it. Take it like a little kid and just take it for granted and read that God is loving us and bringing understanding to us. You can ask, why? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? Next thing, (gasps) I understand. Now, understanding is not power, and understanding is not love, but it leads us there. The power of the living God, I believe, comes by inheritance, and it comes to those who ask. It also comes to those that are worthy. Jesus says, those that haven't left everything, see, 
In another place in the Bible, we find that Daniel, uh, sorry, uh, Joshua, told his, his people, who's got business at home, go and do it. And they did. And the ones that were left became the captains. You want to be accountable worthy, the power of the living God? Here we have to hold a heart of sincerity and be a captain. Value it above any, everything else. Put it in front of everything else. You know, I said to God, I'll take any talent that you want to give me that someone else has dropped. You know, let those that have ten be given the one. And, and, I, and I said to God, I'll use it. If you give it to me, I won't waste it. But, you know, why would God empower anyone if they're going to just waste it? God is almighty. He's pretty smart. Like, I wouldn't give power to someone who is going to waste it. So here we can take a heart of, add to our faith, virtue, to do the right thing. Help people, help our brothers and sisters, not with a motive of money, with a motive of love. You might get paid, that's different, but a motive of the love of the kingdom. Deuteronomy 8, 9, 8, 8, 8, 7. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land where thou shalt eat bread without scarceness, and thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, out of whose hills thou may dig brass. That's mining. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord for thy God, the Lord thy God for the good land which he has given you. Now what is this land? I believe, right, that the brooks of water, the fountains of the depths, the springs out of the valleys and hills, the wheat, the barley, the vines, the fig trees, the pomegranates, the olive oil and the honey are all spiritual. These are these are spiritual blessings that we can pray these things and ask for them. You know, I had a person manifesting and we prayed this and the demon said, no, not the pomegranates. Ooh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but the pomegranate is like life. So they're representing the different things that are the blessings in the kingdom of heaven. And we can, we can start asking for these things, do communion and get the power in our life. You know, baptize me in fire, dear God. Baptize me in power. I receive it and I'll use it responsibly. See? Trust me with it, God. Count me worthy to be a captain. See? Now, we do these things without pride. We do these things in meekness because the, the promises are for the meek. They're not for the proud for. <laughs> you can't get them that way. So the promise is very amazing. 
And we get to get the promise because Jesus has got the promise and given it to us. We don't have to go earn the promise. We do have to accept it in meekness and the right attitude. But it's a gift. It can't be earned. It's given. Now, if we trust the Lord God Almighty to give us whatever he wants to give us, no matter what it is, then we're in his hands, aren't we? And that is the way. And you, you'll find, I, I believe, you'll find that prayers will start to get answered more. Deliverances will happen more. Yes? Progress. Testimonies will happen more. Proverbs 24.13 says, My son, eat thou honey, because it's good, and the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste. Wow. There's, a, there's an instruction. Who's eating the honey? Who's eating the enlightenment of the Lord Jesus Christ? The honeycomb as well, which is its container. I can find where um, I can find where uh, Jesus ate it. Uh, where are we here, Brother Peter? Yeah, I am back with you. Cool. I am probably imminently going to be disconnected, and they're going to have to change my cables. Do you want to wrap up part one in about five minutes? We'll pick up next time for the rest. Yeah, no problem. No problem at all. I want to say, I'm listening as they're working here. This is a great teaching. <laughs> it's Folks, another, another angle to look at it all. Every eh? time we're on with Peter Whiffen, it is good meat of the word. And believe me, there's more where this comes from. Yeah, this is, this is, this is definitely the way to testimonies. It's, it's the way um, that the, I believe God smiles. It's the way to be happy, full of joy. <laughs> it's cool. These things are cool. They're, they're all there for us. They're there for us. You know, praise the Lord, Shannon, eh? Amen. Amen. So, I oh, just got this last last verse here and we'll, we'll fix it up. Um, you know, you know, Jesus said he's the way, of course, we know that. Now, here we have him feeding on these very things, which is showing us a message. Uh, Isaiah 7.14 Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Now, we know who that is. Next verse. Butter and honey shall he eat. What? Butter and honey shall he eat? Why? that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. There's your discerning of spirits, right? Butter is milk stirred up. It's as good as stirring up the love of God. This is why Jesus said, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, man. Here's the benefit. When you do that, you'll get the gift of knowing how to refuse the evil and choose the good. You'll get the power, right? in life to, to go well. Honey is the insight, the understanding. So it starts with the stirred up love for the living God and you get the honey then 
that gives you the way to know good and evil, to refuse it. So this is how Jesus, in the earth, got his discernment. How about that? There's another paragraph uh, that says, another paragraph that says here, that the way, all right, the way to get the anointing, yes, Job 29.6, when I wash my steps with butter and the rock poured out me rivers of oil. What's that? We know the rock is Jesus. And the rivers of oil is the anointing flowing, I believe. Washing my steps with butter. Man, that's making sure you walk in your steps with stirred up love. Ask yourself, am I doing this in love? Am I doing that in love? Am I really treating that person in love? See, I'm aware to make my steps awash with love. See, walking as a true king, son, daughter of the living God. Walking in love, even though I'm abused, even though they deserve it, even though the world is hating me, I'm still walking, I'm washing my steps with butter, with love. Now you start doing that. And prove it to the living God. Not say it, live it. Prove it to the living God. And he will pour out, looks like, rivers of oil, man. You'll get the power. Yeah. And and, and with, the, with the power will come the joy. The feeling of the power of the living God flowing through one is, is the power of love which brings the joy unspeakable. Amen. So I hope everyone's encouraged today and uh, try and make the message uplifting in these uncertain times for the world, but it is, it is certain for us. Yes, take off the face mask and put on the faith mask. Amen. You know, I say amen. Hey, that's a good title. Say that one more time. Take off the face mask and put on the faith mask. There we go. We got our title. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter, we love and appreciate you. Great word. Give out your website and good, how do people reach you in the ministry? Yeah, yeah. My uh, Okay, my name at uh, uh, Peter Wiffin, W-H-I-F-F-I-N at Facebook or Hotmail or hiskingdomstable.com. And Fantastic. we love you all and appreciate you all as many, many saints. We look forward to all meeting at the resurrection. Imagine that day. Imagine what that day will be. Peter, yeah. his kingdom table or his kingdom's table with an S? Uh, S. His kingdom's, his kingdom's table. Dot com. Dot com. And your email address? Yep. Uh, my name, Peter Whiffen at hotmail.com. Brother, we love and appreciate you. Thank you for coming on tonight. Great word. Oh, cool. We week. love you all too. You know, man, we're all the valuable saints. Amen. Everybody, valuable saint. Everyone. Amen. And our job, 
our job with all of us is to encourage our brothers and sisters. That's our main job. Amen. Folks, add Amen. Peter as a friend up on Facebook. We'll see you next time, Peter. God bless you, brother. All right. All the best. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Friends, that's going to conclude today's broadcast. I'm about five minutes away. They are literally cutting the cable right now to connect this fiber. And this is really good news because with the corona situation, if they had to come now, God forbid there's a quarantine, we probably wouldn't have had this thing for weeks. So we're praying, of course, nothing happened. But the good news is we got uh, this being imported, inputted right now. Now, I will have about the same download speed, which is 100 megabyte. The difference, though, is the upload. That's really what I need to pump all these signals back up to you on YouTube. You see, if I have a guest on, they're Skype. That's easy. They're downloading to me. I'm Skyping back to them. No big. But I have to take my total feed, pump it out to MixMR, Blog Talk, YouTube, and then when you want to couple that with video, 17 megabyte uploads, not cutting it. That's why we get that packet loss. With the one package that I tested, the basic one, you get 100 megabytes upload. So that's five times. Now, if we need it and have to spend the money to do it, which I hope not because it's expensive, we can get unlimited up to 500 megabyte download or more. They've even got one gigabit. So that's always here if we need it. I just got to put in the call and pay the fee and they'll pump it. But I think I can get by with the basic package, 100, 100. So we'll know here in a little bit, and uh, very soon that's going to translate into some great video for you. There's really no limit to what we can do. We'll get all our guests live and in color for you. Okay, with that, I want to thank you for tuning in today. We're going to be back tomorrow, God willing, same time, with our international shows also tomorrow at the end of the program. If you want to contact me, go to MegamanRadio.com. See you all next time, folks.